Hello, all. This is blonde haired girl. So, over Thanksgiving, my children, somehow the topic of the movie The Joker came up. I don't remember exactly why, but it came up, and my children had told me that they really thought that I should watch this movie. So last night, I, oh, I remember now, um, my son had bought it, he bought it and the movie Birds of Prey together in like a package deal, and, um, and then my, my, my daughter was telling me, you really, really need to watch this movie, mom, I'm like, well, okay, so last night, I sat down with my son and I and I watched it. Well, I watched a lot of it, but honestly, I I <laughs> how do I word this? Because some TV is extremely compelling to me, and I and I wouldn't fall asleep in it. But I a lot of times I fall asleep in movies. Um, and so there was part of it that I honestly fell asleep in. And my son was, I think he was kind of happy because I guess the movie itself had, um, had these, uh, had a lot of violence in it. And, and he knows that I get with violence. And so he was happy that maybe that I had fallen asleep for a bit. So I watched most of it. And I have to tell you, there, there, there was an element of it. This is what I want to talk about, is this fine line, I guess, between, like, sanity and seeming insanity. And, and, okay, so let me, let me give you some, like, concrete examples of what I'm talking about. Like, so in, in the law of attraction that I talked about in my last, in my last, um, podcast. So there, there is this school of thought that we create our reality. And... Part of creating our reality is visualizing a future. Now, anybody who talks about this presents this as part of that plan, part of that process, is imagining this future. In fact, it's even more, more so it is also in your in your mind but it's also like in your in your heart it's in your it's sort of it is the feeling of actually experiencing whatever it is you would like to be experiencing and so you you basically in some ways kind of pretend that this event has already happened and and this is actually in the bible like I don't know exactly what scripture it is, but, but one of them, when 
it talked about when Jesus said, um, when you ask, it is given. One of the scriptures says, believe, it will be given unto you as you believe. He basically said, you believe first, and then it is given unto you. So, so, so when I was watching the, the, this movie, it was really, um, there was part of me that saw myself to some degree in this character, not, not necessarily the, like, and I started to actually take inventory because I tend to be a very self-reflective person. And I'm not violent. That's not to say that I don't have feelings of, of anger or moments of, you know, where I blow it or whatever. But for the most part, like, I'm not, and I don't wish ill on people, generally speaking, like, I can't, you know, I'm not going to present myself as some, you know, like I'm perfect in this area of my life, but, but there were aspects to it that, like, like, that I really identified with this character, like when he, there were, there were times where he was, like, pretending those of you who have watched this movie, he, he is actually like pretending that he's on the show. Um, there, there were times where he, he was, and they, they would call it a delusion. You're delusional. Like when he, the part where he came up and he saw Bruce Wayne and then he was talking to the guard and the the guard told him, you know, you're not um, who you think you are. There was an interesting part in there that I don't know if everybody picked up on, but I certainly did, and that was the the almost mirror image, like of him and Bruce Wayne in that scene where. Bruce Wayne was a little boy and he was wearing almost the identical jacket. So it was almost as if, as if, as if, um, uh, the Joker was, was like, like, uh, this larger version. And so, and I'd ask my son, I said, well, was he indeed, you know, related and and my son said um no mom there's no relation but I'm not sure I'm actually not sure it'll be interesting to see in future movies uh because I felt like there was something happening in that scene but he he I'm trying to stay because I, I I'm trying to figure out exactly how to word this because honestly, I mean the way that I really did um, see myself 
was the way that I have been actually seen by the people around me. And this has been like friends and family. I have been, I've been told that I'm delusional. I've actually been told that by, by somebody that was significant to me. And, um, and so I, I really sort of wanted to explore that because you almost, you almost, there is almost this, this, this delusion in it and this belief in something that has not yet transpired. And, you know, like about anything that is not actually happened, the belief that it can happen. You know, like you build it and they will come, that one field of dreams. And somebody holding on to an idea and the people around them seeing them as mad. Like I watched Close Encounters recently, at least part of it. That was another movie that I this is just so mean, but I found it to be incredibly slow. And I know by today's standards, because the movie is quite aged, you know, to a degree, especially with, with IT these days and how realistic and high speed everything is. And, but I, and so I didn't watch the whole thing, but what I did watch was a man who was delusional. He was completely delusional. And then in the end, who was, who was onto something? I mean, it's, it's, it's actually an understatement, right? I'm thinking right now of David Icke. I've talked about him quite a bit only because I feel like I have a lot in common with this person. I don't have a lot in common with this person generally. I have something in common, but that something in common was so, it, it is the same, it is, it is comparable to Close Encounters where he, where he creates this monument. So David and I had the same I'm going to say in a way delusion that ended up being such a life-changing experience that we were, he was more famous. He was a fame. He was already quite a famous person by this point. I, I was not, am not. And so he, there were more people to make fun of him than there have been for me. But I have to tell you, there was nothing to be done about it. But people were very unkind. They were very, very unkind to me. And it was a hard time for me in the sense that I had to actually entertain the thought that maybe I am indeed completely 
nuts. <laughs> Maybe I am completely nuts. Maybe. And if you're interested in in the actual events, you would have to watch, I mean, listen to my podcast called Freedom. I think there may be one even in front of that, but I can't remember the name of it. But Freedom is the podcast that I put out that was about the event that is similar to David Icke. So, and so, I'm, it's just the weirdest thing to actually watch movies or series in my current, and I don't anticipate that my frame of mind is ever going to change. It's sort of like, it's sort of like a stretched rubber band never goes back to its old shape. My brain got stretched to some sense of capacity that it it can't. I don't think I could ever not stretch it. <laughs> so I don't anticipate that I'm going to go um, back to to any kind of um, the way that I was before I had these events happen in my life. I'm, I'm laughing because I, I still, I have these synchronicities. And I woke up thinking about, it's the middle of the night again, friends. Sorry, I had to put that in. Um, I woke up thinking about if our brains really are connected to some like like not a computer but sort of not not like the internet per se but some kind of because i know that we are connected to a field we're definitely definitely connected to some kind of field of energy people call it different things like some people call it consciousness some people call it infinite knowledge some people call it i call it sometimes the quantum field i in the early days of my realization of this i called it the i cloud of information but they say that we are electrical We are much more electrical than we would ever realize. And so our bodies are are electrical. And, And I got to thinking about us actually being connected similarly to a computer. I'm not really sure. I'm going to have to do some exploring on this. But we create our reality whether we know it or not. So we're either creating unconsciously or we're we're creating consciously. So generally speaking, I have been 
what has been happening for me to this point is my more so my unhappiness that it has not happened. Not that it like, like, it's sort of like, it's sort of like knowing that Christmas is coming, Christmas is coming in like less than, you know, a month now. And knowing that these things that I have been trying to create are on the way, but not really knowing when and how. And sometimes I'm not really sure who. I thought there was a who, but I'm not sure there's a who. So I ended I ended up really going general on that one, as Abraham Hicks would say. And and so what is becoming an issue to me at this point is is that it feels like divine timing is not my timing and I'm not happy right now with divine timing. <laughs> it sort of makes me feel like a fool in all actuality. It's like, why do I believe in these things when they are not happening? It makes me kind of, um, I'm laughing about it right now, but sometimes it's really not funny. Um, it's like you said, if I ask, it is given. Every time it is given. So, okay, where is it? <laughs> where is that man in my bed and that money in my bank? <laughs> I just want to know. <laughs> and so, and so I... I was thinking just now about okay so so let's let's delve into that just a little bit. So let's try to stay with me here. So okay. So theoretically if I ask for something it is given. And so in the in the realm of possibilities they are endless. So what ended up happening really soon in this process for me was I started having these men, mostly I will say on, on, on Instagram, but not always on Instagram. But on Instagram, I started having these men approaching me, pretending to be somebody else. And it was incredibly confusing to me because I, I believed in this field so wholeheartedly that I believed that I had the capacity through the law of attraction to attract these people into my life. And one of the issues I was having is these were people that were very significant to me. So these scammers were able to, to 
I guess what they were doing is they go and they look at your material on, and I'm speaking of Instagram in particular. So they look at your comments. So they're actually in some ways putting out material in somebody's name, or they can be in some cases, um, putting out material or they're building a separate account. Now, now, now I can look at it and figure it out. Um, but if you think about it, if you were, and, and the reason why these people were significant is because they have been significant to me for years. They had, they had, a, I'm thinking of two people in particular that had gotten with me and they were very significant to me. And, and, and so I had them on my Instagram and sometimes, well, it seems like what they were, were actually getting their interest in me from was my comments. So they were going to me and other people. It wasn't just me and trying to I am me. And at the time, I just didn't understand this. And I had the belief that this person could indeed get with me. And so it was incredibly challenging. Um, when I first had this change, like in my brain, and it was a switch. You have to understand, it was a switch from, there's no way in hell that person would ever be getting to me to of course that person would be getting to me. Why would they not be getting to me? Why would they not? And so, and, and the other interesting thing was the people around me were just like, you know, there is no way in hell that person is getting with you. And I'm thinking, it's like, why would they not? And so it started to become a a realization on my part that this person did not believe that I had within me the power to actually attract that person. They didn't believe it. But I did. I did. I started to believe in my own ability to attract things that were seemingly impossible. And I make equivalencies just, just for, for actually the fun of it. Like to say, if I were a soccer player, I'm going for the World Cup. I want to go to the World Cup, but you see, you don't just go to the World Cup. You have to practice every day. You have to practice soccer every day and you have to love it. You have to be very competitive. You have to, and you have to get on the best teams when you're young. And then sometimes you may have to choose going to a high school, a boarding school for soccer. And then you have to get on a nationally recognized team 
And then from there, you get recruited to this team, to that team, to work your way into the team that goes to the World Cup. You have to believe that you can be one of the best soccer players in the world. You have to have that belief. You have to love soccer that much. Okay, so at this point, like it or not, I found myself in a situation of this knowingness that I could indeed attract whatever it was that I was wanting. Like I was kind of making jokes with my son that I once again attracted coffee because I was running out of coffee and I and somebody gave me some coffee yesterday. And so, and so, and then that was another thing, you know, like why, like that people would give me things, why not? I mean, I give people things, why would people not give me things? Because during this time, people started to give me things. Like it was really weird. Like this one guy, he walks up, this is the weirdest thing. At the time, I was pretty broke. Um, I'm not going to get into all the specifics, but I, it has been a really, really interesting couple of years. I'm just saying. And I was working at a, actually at a hostel in the town that I live in. And I'm, and I'm basically the barrel of the bottom making minimum wage, but I'm working 40 hours a week at this job. Um, until she took away my last eight hours. But I, I had this trust that the universe, that God was going to take care of me, no matter what. I didn't know how. I just knew that God was going to take care of me. I didn't know how. But, and so I'm working at this place, and this guy just walks up randomly and hands me like a Mexican, like a peso, I'm like, I'm like, oh, thanks. It was the weirdest thing. It was just the weirdest thing. Um, and then like one day I was sitting at one of my, one of my uh, favorite restaurants in town, this little cafe I'm sitting outside and I go in and I and I order two rolls and I, I don't remember maybe a coffee or something and he he hands them to me and he says there's no charge for these he gave them to me out of nowhere like randomly just gave gave them to me the and I just I was so stunned and I just started to like kind of cry like right in front of I mean I just couldn't believe it I'm like thank you Oh, I had this one guy he gave me $50. He handed me $50 bill. This one guy. Um, I, I've had people like feed me at weird times that I wasn't, you know, like I thought I was hungry and 
somebody like invited me to lunch and paid for my lunch and um I just really had like really some like crazy extraordinary um circumstances <clears throat> so um but so I started to believe. So when these people were like scamming me, it was extremely challenging for me. And now, and I still get it. Like just even the other day, I got one from somebody else and I'm sitting here as like the weirdest thing. It is the weirdest thing. And I don't know if it's the same person who um, has my number and has decided that he's going to like he goes through and my, you know, the pictures on my Instagram and he just finds people that I, you know, have on there and he, and he tries to contact me through these other, all these people because I've had to block him. Um, And this week he, this person or whatever was really, really mean to me. And called me a name and told me to F off. I mean, he was like really mean. And then he came back and he tried to like, and I said, and I blocked him. I just didn't even engage. I just ended up blocking him, Um, which is a really nice thing. (laughs) The power of the block. Um. So I'm going to go in a different direction with this. So I'm I'm watching this show recently called The Queen's Gamut. And I just I'm just so taken by this show, like so much of it. Like one of the things I absolutely loved about it was her 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 clothing. Just her clothing and her sense of style, her utter confidence, the way she walks. Like, it doesn't start out this way, though. She's a chess prodigy, and she doesn't start out this way. But as time goes on in the movie, and she is playing chess, and she's in these tournaments, and she's she's beginning to believe in her greatness. And she didn't have it as much as I did. It seemed like the people around her were a little bit more supportive than the people that were around me. Because they certainly did not believe in my greatness. And I don't say this, like I am so tired of us in general. I'm not talking about me. I'm just tired of us in general playing it small, acting unworthy. And it kind of seems to me that the only reason why somebody would want to make me small is because they feel small. They don't feel worthy.
And, and so it's like, why should she be able to create the life of her dreams if I can't create the life of my dreams? And I'm stuck with my life. And so trying to squish me down because life for themselves is not going the way they would want. But here's the other thing. <laughs> I train. I train every day. Every day I train. I train with my thoughts. I'm very, very disciplined. I train with exercising and um, sometimes I get in and out of my meditation practice. I'm going to be very honest about that. Um, however, I, I, I have these steps and I am, I am consistently training for this practice of creating my life. So it's like, you know, I had this friend and this, this younger man had gotten with her and she was like making jokes. I'm going to have to go start working out. Like that's too late. Like you have to be ready for the guy before you can't start. You got to work out now so that you'll be ready for that guy. And it takes a minute to get in shape. It gets a minute, takes a minute to be emotionally and physically and mentally ready for it, what it is that we want. You know, I want to be a doctor, but I, but I haven't gone to school. Well, you're not a doctor yet. You're not. So basically, you're not, as Abraham Hicks would say, a vibrational match to that thing with which you are wanting or I am wanting. But here's the thing. I've been training. I've been training actually for years, but especially the last two and a half. I've been training so that I'm ready. I'm ready to get on that train. I'm, I'm ready to get on that rocket to the, to the stratosphere. I'm, I'm the astronaut that is, that is actively pursuing space. And so to tell me that I am delusional is, It's really an unkindness. It's really an unkindness. But it has like strengthened my resolve. It has strengthened my resolve that that I have the capacity, the power of that which created everything. And I talk about I, but I don't really mean I. It's like because I don't believe that we are separate. I don't believe, I believe that we are all aspects of God. So I, as the aspect of God, have the power of God, of that which created everything inside of me to create. And in addition to that, make choices every single day that is congruent with the future that I'm wishing to experience. 
So, so I'm watching the the Queen's Gamut, and she she's actively going in the direction of her dreams. <laughs> she really is like, and she has some help, and at different times, um. But she was she she was even able to go practice this art, this gift that she had and have success much more quickly because I mean, I have actually attracted some pretty amazing people to this point, but I'm it's morphing and it's getting a little bit more fine-tuned within myself of of what it is that I'm wishing to experience but there were times there was even this this talk in the queen's gamut there was this reporter that was reporting on her and she was she was talking about this what I'm saying right here like this fine line between madness and brilliance and and you think about all of these people who you know like that scene in that movie um the beginning of everything, I think. I can't remember the title of it, but it was um, Stephen Hawking. It was a story of Stephen Hawking and him getting in front of his his colleagues and them just laughing and leaving. They're like, "You're you're you're basically delusional, Mister Hawking." So it's like people who understand that the only limits are what we believe to be limits. And I and it's also the 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 collective is individual and collective. Because our species can go in a direction of amazing things. And so these people who set out and they get inspired, it is my belief that they are inspired to do something that they absolutely love. Like Stephen Hawking loved science. He loved ideas. He loved like theoretical physics theories of physics hypotheticals hypothetical physics (laughs) what is possible and is it possible that two seemingly incongruent things can both be true and that is truth that two seemingly incongruent things can both be true at the same time. And so 
And so getting back to my original, you know, the Joker. And so I'm, I'm watching it and I'm, I'm really quite torn because I, I really identify with how this guy is really ostracized and honestly I've been able to keep myself out of these situations in my life it really hasn't been physical nobody's ever jumped me um, but I have had groups of people push me out <laughs> And it was extremely, extremely um, painful for me. And I have been told that I'm delusional and, you know, I mean, especially in that summer, because I got to tell you, I had like paranormal things happening at the time and I could not deny them. Like they were happening like constantly. And even though some people in my life were a witness to it, they still could not accept it. Yeah, yeah, this is a small town. Oh, okay. I'm like, really? Like, I was telling my friend about how... So, I'm going to give you an example. So, I'm there's this person that I had been wanting to meet. And I was considering trying to, in a quantum way, and I... And, and, see if there was any way that I could meet up with this person. So I'm, I had to move some money and there's this number, the number 555 is a number that I equate with this person. So I, I, I have to, okay. So the first thing that happens is I'm thinking, I get wind, not of the place, but of the state that this person was in like the state in the United States. So I, and then I get this phone call from a certain place in the United States and it has 555 in the number. That was the first thing that happened. I'm like, well, okay, I guess I'm going there. So I go and I look up Airbnbs. So I go and look up Airbnbs and then I, I want to pay cash for the Airbnb. And then when I, pull the money out of my savings to pay for the Airbnb. What is left in my account has a 555 in it. Okay, then if things could not be even weirder, I'm getting my windshield fixed at the same time because I had this great big crack in my windshield for a long time. I'm getting my windshield fixed and she, she tells me that my Okay, here is your, um, your, God, what do they call it? Like your reference code or whatever. I can't think of the name right now, but it, it had a 555 in it. 
So I had three sets of 555. And my friend still did not see that as any kind of weird thing. I'm like, really? You don't see that as a weird thing. And she doesn't. Even after all this time of hanging with me, she does not, she will not, absolutely will not concede that there is anything weird going on with me or like out of the normal. It doesn't matter what kind of evidence I put in front of her. I mean, I will say that there are times where she's like, oh my gosh, (laughs) you've got to be kidding me. She's like, oh my gosh. I had, um, I had something really, really weird happen. I'm just going to share it regarding that guy, the 555. So I'm sitting in a movie theater with my friend. I had sent, I had IM'd him something. I had, I had IM'd him something that had reminded me of him. It was like something really cool. And I had, I had sent it to him in an instant message and I, and I'm, but it had been a while since I had done that. And I was not focused on that whatsoever. I was at the movies with one of my best friends. It was her birthday. So I was sitting at the movies with her and, <laughs> and I go, cause she, we were talking about something and I was, I was showing her my app. I have this clock app and I'm, I'm sitting there and all of a sudden I get this notification on my phone that he had seen my IM and had liked it. And all of these hearts just like went all over my screen. And and I'm like, I'm like so stunned. But anyway, and then I'm continuing with what I was doing. And it was five 55 in Seattle, which was where my, I was showing my friend my clock app and I have a world clock so I can tell times all over the, the, or like all over and it pops up 555, his number, right at the same time that I'm getting all of these hearts that he is liking something that I had given, sent him. That's so weird, isn't it? Honestly. And this is sort of my life at this point. This kind of stuff happens all the time. And I I try my best to never take it for granted because I appreciate it so much, which is part of the reason why I was wondering in the middle of the night tonight, like, are we hooked up to some kind of computer? Like not a computer, but some kind of field. I mean, I know we are, but what is it? And is it in such a way that there are beings that are trying to rig this thing in our favor 
Is that what synchronicity is? Is that we are hooked up to beings somehow that we cannot see, but who are working on behalf of us to, to fulfill our desires. And it sort of goes along with other things that I've talked about, like us being in this space of being taken care of, because like, how does our body just house us for, for all of these years? How does it work for us? How, do, how does our blood get pumped through our body? with such precision and our and our food get digested and our and our muscles work so we can walk and how does this all work we don't tell it to work it works and so is that expanded that idea expanded to our connection with some kind of of I, I can only say like beings that we cannot see who make everything else work we cannot see them but they are the con- the universe is working and it's rigged in our favor at least if that's what we believe it is And so where I'm in contrast to the Joker myself is the fact that I believe that it's rigged to the positive and the Joker did not. The Joker didn't believe that it was rigged in his favor. He believed it was rigged against him. And it sure looked like that, didn't it? But on that note, I'm going to go back to sleep. (laughs) I appreciate y'all listening. And I will be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.